Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. Something I want to pass along here locally real quick before we get to Michael Brunts of Husker 24-7 Sports. Uh, There's the Before Christmas Boys boys and Girls Wrestling and Benefit Meal for Wade Crime. That's going to be going on December 19th. That is a Tuesday. Uh, this upcoming Tuesday, 5 o'clock inside the St. Francis uh, High School Cafeteria. Uh, join a, join everybody for a benefit meal for Wade Crine. Stay watch uh, the Indians team take on uh, Rollins County, Oakley, and Dundee County. Uh, and also the boys team will take on Oakley. will be there as well. It's also senior night honoring the senior wrestlers. So uh, go there and help support uh, Wade Crine uh, with the before Christmas boys and girls wrestling up at St. Francis High school. All right, welcome into the program. Uh, our good friend from Huskers 24-7 Sports talking Nebraska athletics. That is Michael Brunts. Michael, getting closer to the holiday season, but I have a feeling it's not feeling much like the holidays in your neck of the woods with these past couple of weeks with, you know, signing early signing day coming up here and, of course, transfer portal being wide open right now. Yeah, it's, you know, shame on me for thinking it was going to be a quiet December uh, with the recruiting class pretty much locked up, but that's... Uh, what i get so we'll uh we'll we'll kind of see what the next week has in store for nebraska but it's been uh been a crazy last few days up here i want to start with the obvious question and that is the quarterback room uh quick synopsis nebraska looked into the portal thought they had kyle mccord uh all locked up and then all of a sudden the news came that dylan riola uh legacy of dominic riola his son were the top quarterbacks in the nation the upcoming 2024 recruiting class is all of a sudden reinterested in nebraska after being at georgia What's your feel for this whole situation and how it all went down? Because now Kyle McCord's not interested, and uh, we still don't even know if Dylan Rail is in the boat for sure. Yeah, so all hell kind of broke loose on Monday afternoon um, with some reports that Dylan Raiola was once again looking very closely at Nebraska. Was you know his position as the, the one of the quarterbacks in Georgia's class was very much in doubt. Uh, and that was all taking place while Kyle McCord, the uh, Ohio State starting quarterback from last year, was on campus of Lincoln. So not ideal timing if you're Matt Rule in Nebraska on that. Um, but, you know, things kind of prog- continue to progress with Rayola. He's going to officially visit this weekend on the final uh, visit weekend before National Signing Day um, yesterday afternoon. Kyle McCord's camp put out that uh, he's going to be pursuing other options uh, besides Nebraska, even though, you know, it seemed like there was a a pretty strong chance that he was going to end up as Nebraska's quarterback in 2024. So uh, in addition to that, you still have Nebraska's longtime quarterback commit Daniel Kalen um, still publicly committed to Nebraska. Uh, He's potentially taking an official visit to Michigan state this weekend. So there's a, (laughs) It's been kind of a wild, uh, you know, a wild, what, 48 hours or so uh, with the quarterback position. And, um, you know, probably not going to have much clarity on that until at least after the weekend. It's been a crazy game of musical chairs, to say the very least, uh, in that quarterback room, bringing in uh, new bodies. When you think it's all said and done here uh, when, with 20th hits, where do you think Nebraska sits with that quarterback room? And you can, inc- you can include the guys you think they'll possibly bring in and the guys that are still there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think that Nebraska is in a good spot with Dylan Rayola. Um, so 
when you kind of look big picture, I mean, when you have the potential to add the you know, number one or number two quarterback in the country in that class, depending on which service you go off of, uh, that, that's something you kind of have to pursue um, until it's no longer pursuable. Um, you know, I, I think I, I would say it's probably up in the air right now about what Daniel Kalen's status will be. Um, I don't know that that's been decided. And, you know, with him, you know, this, he was committed to Missouri uh, when Rayola moved on. Um, you know, Daniel Kalen committed to Nebraska pretty quickly. He helped peer recruit this entire recruiting class at Nebraska. I know that Nebraska is a, a place that's really special to him um, and always has been. So there's kind of that pulling on him. Um, so that that's out there. And, and then, you know, the, the question kind of becomes, and, and this is what makes it hard to predict. I mean, you have so many quarterbacks in the transfer portal right now that still don't have destinations you know, how does the potential addition of Dylan Rayola kind of shake up what that picture looks like? And I think that's what Nebraska has to kind of feel out and figure out. And I, I, you know, as much as you want to be able to predict a week ahead, I don't know that this is something that you can say confidently right now that, you know, they're for sure going to get a portal guy or they're for sure going to, you know, sign two. I mean, there, there's just so much that has to get wrapped up here. Um, but, you know, as we sit here, I mean, I, I, I do feel like, though that they are in a good spot with Rayola so um you know how how things kind of fall into place around that we'll see and, and we didn't even you know talk that on Monday Jeff Sims entered the transfer portal that that was kind of swept under the rug um you know Chubba Purdy is a potential uh, graduate transfer if he wants to be so there's a lot of questions that kind of need to be answered about that that quarterback room and oh by the way you know Nebraska still has the potential shakeup coming of, you know, maybe looking at a quarterback's coach um, and, and shifting Marcus Satterfield's role to a different position group um, in addition to his offensive coordinator roles. So there's a lot of moving pieces right now. Yeah, you bring up a couple of good points. First and foremost, have you heard anything? Is there is there going to be some possible shakeup to the quarterback room? Is that all just speculation at this point in time? To the, what the quarterback you, you, coach, the quarter, if they're bringing in a quarterback coach, possibly. Well, I mean, they haven't addressed it yet. And, you know, with Josh Martin being the interim tight ends coach, um, you know, that that needs to be there, there needs to be clarity there. And, you know, I, I think that based on what Nebraska had wanted to do last year with the, the roles on the offense, um, it, it wasn't pointed towards Marcus being the quarterback's coach, uh, but but that's kind of where things fell uh, when, when they missed out on some coaching candidates there. So I think that's something we have to figure out. I mean, Matt Rules will, will address the media on Wednesday. He kind of uh, talked after the end of the season that that was something that they were at least, you know, talking about um, and, and looking into. So uh, that that's kind of the piece out there uh, as well is, you know, what's that offensive coaching staff going to completely look like when all the dust settles? And my other question to kind of wrap up this thought on the quarterback room, let's just say they get Dylan Rayola to come in and they get him to sign. Is this kind of what Matt Rule probably wants for his program, you know, going forward is to bring in a guy and develop him rather than get a guy out of the portal for just a year uh, on a rent a deal type of deal? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what they'd like to do, and not just in the quarterback room. You know, they they wanna they wanna be a program where ninety five percent of the guys in their program are developmental guys, are, are their guys that they get for multiple years to coach and bring along. Um, and and you know, I, I think ideally, with the way that they would use the portal, would be 
if there's a need, you know, let's say wide receiver or running back or something like that, then they would go in and add a guy versus having to kind of constantly reset the deck every year with, you know, 12, 12 to 15 guys out of the portal, like some schools are doing. And, you know, I think for the most part this year, they're, they're sticking more closely to kind of what they would like to be. When you look at what the, the scholarship picture is for this coming year, there's not a lot of wiggle room numbers wise in this class right now. I mean, they're, they're up around a hundred guys uh, on scholarship when you factor in guys, that are going to be signing next week. So you know, the, making the attrition and the scholarship numbers and, and roster size and everything else work. Um, that's a, that's a real challenge for Nebraska. I mean, it, it'll figure itself out, but you know, that that's kind of guiding them a little bit as they go through this portal cycle and this, you know, wrap up this recruiting class is they really don't have a lot of space. So uh, yeah, I, I, I think long-term they've left, they'd love to be a, uh, a program that has quarterbacks for two, three, four years. Um, you know, just right now with what you saw in the field in the fall, um, you know, I, I just think that's one of the positions where they feel like they obviously need to upgrade. And, you know, I, I think 12 games of, uh, of seeing kind of what that looked like last year would, uh, would support that as well. Michael Brunt's our guest from Huskers 24-7 Sports. On the totality of this year's recruiting class, uh, what's your thoughts on it as we sit here right now, and, and how much of it could they still add some pieces or lose some pieces in your opinion? Yeah, you know, I, I think there were some spots that they, you know, really felt like they needed to address. Um, you know, when you just kind of look at the way that the the commitment numbers are distributed, um, there was a big emphasis on offensive line. Uh, and they've got a lot of offensive linemen in this class. I think there are six offensive line commits. Um, you know, they've got a couple tight ends even that I think could potentially grow into tackles if they wanted them to. Um but, you know, I, I think that's they've done a good job of kind of addressing needs there. Um, you know, certainly the, the quarterback spots a little bit um, in flux, as we've talked about. You know, the one the one position that I'm I'm eager to kind of see what Nebraska does is, is running back. You know, they had Quan Lacey committed for a long time. He opened his recruitment in November is probably going to end up in the SEC somewhere. Nebraska really hasn't been linked closely to any transfer portal running backs in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, the, the, the high school running backs that they've kind of talked to, um, you know, the, you're not seeing any visits come from that. So that that's one position that I think they need to get short, kind of short up somehow. But, you know, I, I think for the most part, this class is going to kind of be what Nebraska wants to do. I mean, they're going to find guys at their camps that they bring in and, and add to the class after a really solid evaluation, which they've done. Um, they've pursued some highly ranked guys and gotten commitments from them um, and, and just kind of found fit. And, you know, I, I think this is going to be what a rural class is going to look like. And, you know, then you sprinkle in a few transfer portal guys and, and that's, that's what it's going to be. Michael Brunson, our guest, Huskers 24-7 Sports. I want to change it up before we let you go here, talking a little Nebraska basketball. Uh, got off to a great unbeaten start, dropped a couple of games, including a horrible one at Minnesota, and then losing, of course, to Creighton before that, and then bounced back in Michigan State. If I were to told you this is where Nebraska would be at this point in time of the season, would you have said, yeah, it sounds about right, or better or for worse? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, record-wise, they're probably about where I would have expected them to be. Um, you know, I, I think... 
what was a little concerning um, in those the the Creighton and, and Minnesota games was just the the extended periods of basketball where it just it just looked like a struggle, um, and it it looked like a team that was you know still trying to kind of trying to figure each other out and and you know figure out how to play together. And then you know that that Michigan State game and, and that win, I mean that that was a, a sneaky important game for this team. I think from a a confidence standpoint from, you know, just being able to split those first two conference games. And I mean, I, I feel like at the end of the season, that Minnesota game is going to be one that they just absolutely kick themselves for, for not closing out because that would have been a huge road win in conference. But, um, you know, I think you're, you're starting to see this, this group kind of figure itself out a little bit. I mean, I, I think you would like, you'd love a point guard, a true point guard on this team. I think that's, what's really kind of missing from the recipe, but uh, you know, it's a team that's going to be competitive in the Big Ten, um, and and they're kind of, I think, on the 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 trend that I kind of expected them to be with the schedule they had. I mean, they took care of business against teams they should have, um, but I, I I think some nights it's just going to be a grinded out kind of, you know, not not pretty, but uh, you know, see if they can get it done at the end. Certainly interesting to follow along. He's Michael Brunts of Huskers 24-7 Sports. Michael, thank you so much for the time again today, and uh, we'll catch up soon, and hopefully you can get some sleep here over the next few days, especially after the 20th. Yeah, sounds good, Ross. Thanks. Take care, all right? Once again, thanks there to Michael Brunts of Huskers 24-7 Sports. Take our final break, come back, make some bowl picks and some other predictions to wrap up this week's show. You're listening to the Morning Blitz.